You're listening to Kapow, the pop culture podcast. Comics, television, movies, and more. If it impacts fan culture, we have something to say about it. And now, your hosts, Michael, Jordan, Cliff, and Seth. Five, four, three, two, one. Hi, this is the illustrious elf, Michael K. Easton. I am Jordan Lowe. I'm Cliff Barnes. And apparently back from having the plague, I'm Seth. You guys made it sound like I I was sick for like three hours. You were on your deathbed. <laughs> One night. You were quarantined. And you guys do a couple episodes in a row. It sounds like I was... I ex- actually expected when you, Cliff, when you did your solo episode mm-hmm. to say something else. You were like, we've all been real busy. So that's been sick. <laughs> you should have done that. I, was really, I didn't think about it. It's like, guys, I, I wasn't sick that long. You need thoughts and prayers. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I did want to give Cliff some props. We were just talking about this off air. It's like just the details in the episodes. I don't know if you guys out there appreciate them, but I do. Just Just the little clips and things put in there. Good stuff. I'm learning as I go. That's good. It's the little things that make it all worth it. Um, I did, want, you know, I was going to comment on a couple things you guys talked about. One, uh, yeah, I, like we I don't got, let Michael do that when he misses. Uh, well, <laughs> That's true. <laughs> so That's true. what are the rules here? Well, one, well, I want I, well, at least Jared is smart when he wants to talk about something. He'll bring it up like he wanted to hear my opinion. Right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I did. What I heard. Of, you were talking about your hazing. You spent the night in the Schwann's freezer. Yeah. Oh, the popsicle night. <laughs> the, now, what? You, how does this work? You're by yourself now? Yeah, I am completely on my own. Like, my routes are my own destiny from now on. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little overblown. <laughs> it says that on the side of the truck, I think. So, so you were were you, you get paid more now or? Yeah, now I have a base play base play, a base pay plus commission. Okay, how's that work? How's commission I working? I don't know if I'm allowed to say that or not because there's a lot of co- <laughs> confidential things that we're not allowed. That's to. That's why I'm dragging. Out. I'm trying to. Yeah. you're I'm trying to get me fired. <laughs> start a new poll on why uh, you're going to get fired. Well, the first night was pretty rough out on my own that I did want to quit. It's pretty. Some of these back roads you, you're traveling on, they're a little scary. They're a little dicey. I, you guys talked about, oh, well, let's see. Uh, Carly watched a movie. Yep. Um, Cliff was thinking about watching a movie. Uh, you been to the show you didn't like. <laughs> There's a lot of, a lot of great stuff. I really I was enjoyed. expecting a lot of flack from um, that. Hey, so I didn't get. Something happened we hadn't touched on. Jordan and I went and played trivia. Ooh, yeah, I've been yeah. wondering about Yeah, you this. never asked. We never, I was like, well, we're just not going to tell you what. <laughs> so, guys, how were your guys' night out together? <laughs> we went and played some trivia at the local pizza place. And I'll just say we set the new record for points scored. Ooh. And it was also set even higher than us on the same night. <laughs> <laughs> we broke the record, but so did somebody else and beat us by one point. Of course. Yeah, and they made a big deal for the fir- oh, the highest points ever scored. 95, congratulations! We got 94! <laughs> so we, we had obviously also bested everyone else, except for the one point. Yeah, so, we won a pizza, and, 
we have that. I've got that certificate we can use sometime. But yeah, we were pretty successful. I will not pretend to take much of the credit. Jordan was answering questions <laughs> left and right. But, uh. Yeah, Seth was, was just like creating enemies throughout. He was like <laughs> booing people. <laughs> he was there to talk. Yeah, he was answering questions before the speakers had like gotten them out. Oh yeah. He they hated like, it. I'd, I'd walk up there with the answer and I'd, no. No, I'm not done reading the question. I'm like, yeah, but well, we knew it. So, yeah, Seth <laughs> Who sent was, you? Seth was determined that we'd be like the heels of the group. Yeah. Everyone would hate us by the end of the night. It worked. Well, I'm glad I didn't send any magnets with you to get out. <laughs> well, I'm telling you, if you guys take in the pizza, make sure you get the roasted garlic. That's the best part of their pizza. Roasted garlic pizza? Well, it's like a topping, like oh, roasted yeah. garlic on their pizza. Mm. I've never seen it before, and that's the only place I've ever seen it before, and it's awesome. So you yeah. guys didn't go back this week, though? No. Okay. Were you afraid of not breaking the record? How do you, I mean, <laughs> it was a pretty high bar. We set a really high bar. I don't, like, I'm out. They have to ask a lot of stuff that we knew. Like, like, and we pulled out, they asked us the, what, in the 12 days of Christmas, what is, what is eight? And between the two of us, we pulled it out. We, wow. we figured, like, we're messing like humming to ourselves. Mm-hmm. And they're playing blasting some other song. <laughs> yeah, the just, there's just, other music playing yeah. to distract you. Yeah, it was, it was fun. What, Definitely what's eight, Cliff. Do, 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 oh, do, do. Yeah, yeah. Sing. swans are swimming. I have no idea. <laughs> swans are swimming. Swans are <laughs> swimming. Uh, swimming. Exactly maids of milking. Oh and wow! We pulled it out. Pull. Anyway, so take that, ogres! Congratulations! Yeah, so anybody wants to challenge contest. us to some trivia, we're ready now. We're warmed up. <laughs> um, and your ranking—you guys ranked the the uh, superhero movies this year. Oh, yeah. I was going to give mine. I went Guardians, Wonder Woman, Thor. Justice League. Justice League actually made the top five? Well, the, no, no, there was only four. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Okay. They made if the you top recall, four. Well, there were only four we were ranking. <laughs> Those were the ones you guys used. You didn't, you didn't use Logan or anything like that. No. Just like uh, the four most recent. Yeah. Isn't that ridiculous? What are the four most recent comic movies? <laughs> right, There's right. You can't, you can't, yeah. you can only go back so far. Yeah, uh, Netflix dropped, uh, Guardians 2 today, so I made sure I watched it right before we, I came in tonight. And, uh, I'd only seen it once in the theater mm-hmm. up until now. And, whew, man, it totally held up. Yeah, I, like, I'm, I'm wanting to watch it again because I loved it. Well, so you did see Justice League then, right? Yes, I went with Was Michael. Was there anything we missed in our review while you were on your deathbed? Uh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> it was all you were more, sick. Did you have to wheel the IV bag into the theater <laughs> with you? Yeah, it was, <laughs> basically it was, and your theater was like the curtains falling down, and was there a girl, a girl eating candy the whole time right beside you? Because there wasn't my theater. Some guy was. I had to give him a talking to when I left the theater. They actually showed the. You know, they see him coming. They're like, oh, they, God, there's Michael a guy. Back well, it's funny because we went with some various family members, and they were getting popcorn, and I hear Seth out of the corner go, "Don't sit next to me." <laughs> I, but I was like. Michael could back me up. We went in the theater, watched the ads and stuff, watched the previews, and then they closed the curtains in for the feature. And yeah. I'm like, that's not uh, how it works. You're supposed to do the opposite. 
And the guy out front, after when I was leaving, was trying to explain. No, that's how it is. The com- the commercials are bigger. And then you, I was like, "You're crazy." <laughs> and and when they closed the curtains, half the curtain was falling down. <laughs> yeah, like, like it didn't even come out fully. It was just like cockeyed. Were you in Marietta or Parker? This was in Athens. Athens. Oh, Athens! Yeah. Wow. So I was not impressed. But anyway. Huh. As far as so Jeff, the whole time he didn't watch Justice League, he just watched to see where that curtain was. Yeah. No, I uh, I I don't really have much to add to JLA except like you were talking about Wonder Woman, the male gaze and stuff. I definitely noticed that when she was wearing the leather pants, it was like so obvious. Everything was framed around that. But other than that, it, it was perfect. It was better than I would have expected. Way better than Batman versus Superman. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so why is it if the if the two Marvel heads in the room, the two very critical movie watchers, both enjoyed it? Yeah, yeah. What is this negative backlash? Why do people on especially online just dislike this movie? That's the hive mind. I feel like there's a lot. Like we are getting into this weird social media realm where if people want to be part of the popular opinion now. Yeah, I and if I, they see, I agree. That, that you get caught up in this snowball. People read yeah. reviews and think. It must suck, and I I try not to get caught up in that. Like I already kind of go in thinking I'm not going to like that or whatever. I, I just can't help it. But I didn't dislike it. Uh, there was things I didn't like. What maybe if I was I can't decide whether if I was a DC fan if I'd like it more or less. But like things things I didn't like were. But I I don't want to get super negative. But was just I don't like Flash. I like the I like that character in there i thought he was funny it needed it but man if that if i was a flash fan i would be like this was not flash it was i felt the same it was just not him it was obviously like he was the millennial of the group right playing but it was but it worked you know so that is just i still love the movie it's not a perfect movie it has its issues but i still love it yeah well yeah i i i I watched it and i had a positive reaction if anything that movie gets me it serves its purpose. It, it gets me excited about more DC movies coming out. Hopefully they continue. <laughs> right. Well, that's what I mean. I mean, it's like, oh, okay, I can get down with this. I think, you know, more Wonder Woman or Shazam or whatever else yeah. is coming down the pipe. I'm like, yeah, I can, I'm going to be excited I, for it now. I think they'll continue to make separate movies. I don't know if they'll yeah, bring them all together. Yeah, because we've up. had a, a super negative critical reaction. A very apathetic fan reaction. It has not made them kind of money. This has got this got better reviews than anything but Wonder Woman, mm-hmm. and it's made less money. Yeah. Than all you know, Batman versus Superman. Like there's just been diminishing returns over time. People are giving it less and less of a chance. So it didn't it didn't live up to expectations money wise. Mm-hmm. I've seen there's been some shakeups in the DC film world. Yeah. I don't know if you had any notes on that, but. Like, they're, yeah, they're talking like about Jeff maybe Jeff Johns, Johns is out. Mm-hmm. They're going to shuffle some people around of who's making all these big decisions. So, I don't know. I saw a comment online today that was like, you know, we've all waited 30 years to see this, and nobody cares. Right. We all just shrugged our shoulders. Yeah. Like, this is the Justice League. Right. Super friend. Like, most kids grew up. Everyone yeah. knows these characters. And to, we finally got them on the big screen, and it took so long that it, it's just become passe now. And that's yeah. that's weird That to me. is very strange <laughs> when you think about it like that. It's like, this is what you're fine. The only per- person taking it right is Michael. Like, yeah. This is it, finally! <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I look like, up, baby! <laughs> twice! I was like... It, I right. cried at the first thing that came out! Like, yeah. all, like 
I've been waiting to be an adult to see Superman portrayed right, and finally I get it. And everyone else is like crying, like complaining, and we're so spoiled. Everyone yeah. else just talking care. about CGI mustache. Yeah, yeah this right. is like a Twilight Zone episode where Mike was the only one. Like, can't yeah. you see? And the rest of the world <laughs> is just like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, no, blow it up. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Mister Swiss Army Man, do you have? Uh, of course, I, do. I knew. Yeah, I even I even had the thought of maybe since let's say. You know, assume they see it as the team movie didn't work. Is maybe they should go the Thor route and do like world's finest movies with you know buddy cop movies with two different characters and and play them off. Or even way. the bowl, man. That's right. Well, they cut. I mean, Cyborg and Flash. That like the way yeah. they set that up, it was kind of like it. Um, but the same thing about Punisher. Like I've seen a bunch of people complain about not liking that, and I loved it. That was just me. No, I've seen other people online like complain about it. You gobbled up the whole thing. You won the the binge racer thing, and I hated you didn't it. Even like it. I, I watched two episodes. I, I it's we're slow. going to streaming. By the way. <laughs> um, yeah, I watched the first two episodes, and it was totally fine. It does it just as fine as all the other ones, as far as I was concerned. And I didn't really like any of the other ones either very much. So. I Jessica Jones the most, but I feel no pressure to watch this in any hurry. In fact, I probably if too much time passes, I'll probably never watch. Yeah, I mean, the, like I said, especially it, after hearing you was the whole right. thing. And it, well, well, I mean, it was like fine, it. and it just came down to I did I don't like the Punisher. That's it what was, I. It was I, very you know, dark. Like yeah, it was just, very dark and very. And it's funny because how I love Superman, exact opposite. Like the tone of this was very dark and gloomy, and it didn't even feel like it was part of any of the other Marvel series right, at all. Right. It actually, to me, was a military drama with very the Punisher's so. name yeah. slapped on it. Yeah, and I wasn't trying to crap all over that stuff. It was just I just it's not my type of you know quote right. unquote hero. So when again talk about being spoiled. When these things used to come out, it's like, it's a comic thing. I gotta support it. I gotta love it. Right. It's great. Now there's so many of them. Like, yeah, that's not my cup of tea, or that's yeah. not the kind of hero I'm into. And it, you've, something else will come out next yeah. month that you'll, right. right. you'll and enjoy. And almost even more. always, you, at least, you know, I think we're at the level where we feel we should try everything one episode mm-hmm. at least. That's how I do it. I'll, like, if there is something comic book related, I'll watch an episode. And then that, if it's not, I can move on because there's so much other stuff. Just always remember, no matter what happens, once upon a time, we had a cat movie with rubber ears. And we can go back to that. So, fanboys and nerds, shut up. I, I think we'll be long dead before we have to go back to that. <laughs> uh, so, let's talk about some something good on streaming is Runaways. I have yet. To have you you, have, you watched know. any of it yet? No, I haven't. Are you totally cut up? Yeah. I, I, I'm interested in your comments that I see. You're like, you hate that you can't just watch it all at once. It's like, you know, there's a lot of TV you watch weekly. <laughs> I know. Why does this show? Why are you so upset about this <laughs> like, show? Like, what is the deal with this TV? I can <laughs> like, only watch yeah, one a week. Because Hulu, who, what Hulu did, for those of you who don't know, you, they dropped this, did the same thing they did with Handmaid's Tale. They dropped three episodes the first Tuesday, let everybody gobble his up. I, you know, they end the third episode at kind of a high point, and then you come back weekly for the rest of the series, 10 episodes, I believe. And I like that format. It's uh, keeping the conversation going, because otherwise we would have gobbled it up, talked about it once, <laughs> and never talk about it again. Well, I I have to, my wife, will, I, I agree with her. She always says, 
Netflix has spoiled her. Right. Because we're so used to when we find something we, we watch, we can just binge it. Do that binge race. Here he comes. Here comes Binge Racer. He's a demon online. He's a demon and he's gonna be streaming something tonight. He's off and flying as he streams a show all night and day. He's jamming down the pedal like he's in a TV race. Go Binge Racer. Go Binge Racer. Go Binge Racer. Go Go Binge Racer. Go. Thing and yeah, you know, just take a weekend or whatever, whatever time. If I actually, this is the time of year where I have time to do it. Yeah, and so it's just killing me. I'm like, oh my gosh, I gotta, you know, I gotta. I love to do it too. Week, but I am this in particular. I am enjoying letting it breathe a little bit because it's not perfect. No, no, no. but it is. If you've read Runaways, it's. Have you read Runaways? Nope. Okay, kind of, I was kind of curious about that because volume one and two you borrow. Okay. I just reread volume one. You can buy it so. this week, so I <laughs> I haven't seen the show, but I right. caught up on the comic. Well, it mm-hmm. is the book. First off, it they've really stretched out the first issue into the first several episodes uh, because it kind of happened so fast mm. in the comic. But the but it's not drawn. Doesn't feel drawn out. I mean, it is very well done. All of the characters act like they're just exactly like the comics. And they, the, the biggest difference is the parents. The parents are barely in the comics, really. Like they're, mm. they're, they're the bad guys, you know, but they're so fleshed out. Yeah. The storyline with them is just as big as the storyline with the kids. And it is well done. Like it is, and it's and it's kind of compelling because you know they're the bad guys. We see they do bad things, but yet we also see the relationship they have with their kids, and that they do care for their kids, and it's it's got all of that in it. Yeah, they figured out a way to still make you sympathetic for some of the adults, and Mm -hmm. that you don't really get in the comics that I recall. Yeah, the book the book tried to do that by not to spoil anything, but what the the ultimate. Endgame was yeah, yeah. with their goal. So, yeah, you didn't get a ton with the parents, but you got a, enough that they weren't just homicidal, right. evil, mustache twirling bad guys. Yeah. Well, it's it's very well done. And the, uh, you know, I, I was going to say that, like, like the, any lots of little callbacks, th- things from the comics. I mean, you're definitely just going to, if you've read the comics, you're just like, oh, yeah, they use the right name for this and things like that. Do Go they on. actually use the villains' names, like what their code name? Well, I guess their supervillain name is in the comics. I don't remember. Uh, no, okay. mm, what I'm saying. I know in the comics, even the kids had names at one point, but they. But that's one thing I like about it. They just dropped them anyway. It even seemed stupid to them once they named themselves. Eh, whatever. We're just we don't work. We don't need to wear costumes. We don't, you know. So was there updating? Did it feel like modern teens with you know, yeah. cell phones? Yeah. Oh, because, absolutely. You know, when Runaways came out, it was the early 2000s. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's very updated. It's yeah. well done. Uh, you know, I mean, I really can't say enough. It's so much better than something like The Gifted as well. I think, like, The Gifted got so, for me, so far, I've just been like, eh, it's a lot of re- repetition. But this, this is just... Going from one thing to the next. I don't know. Eventually, I'm sure that they'll have to start repeating themselves. But they, right now, I'm really into it. Uh, the, I've been reading the comic. I was going to say real quick about that. 
they rebooted the comic. Um, I'm trying to think. Who originally wrote that? Brian K. Vaughn. That's what I thought. That's what I was. I never liked the art. I mean, that may be a contrary opinion, but I, I did. I never was like into it. Yeah, going back, like, cause I remembered liking the comics so much when I first read it. And then going back now, I'm like, eh, I'm afraid this is going to be dated. And cracking open the cover, it's like, oh, this art. Well, that was the first thing that struck me of like, maybe this is really dated, but the writing was right. still great. But yeah, it's, it was very cartoony. And it, it is like, it's an all ages book. It's not meant to be grim and gritty. So. You should, you know, a little bit of grain of salt should go with that. It just wasn't my personal, what the kind of art I like. But I will say that the show looks a lot like the comic. Like it's a, it's a bright, you know, look to the show. So I, you know, it kind of, I like that. I just didn't like the way it appeared in the comic. But the, the new comic, Rainbow Rowell, I think is her name, is writing it now. And I love the, what the storyline they came up with. Um, I don't want to spoil anything, <laughs> but I really want to impress upon anyone that liked the original series, knows what happened, is enjoying the show, uh, pick up the new comic because it, they're doing, she's doing a great job. I love the twist of what they're doing. And, and, um, you know, I can't, I, I'm really interested to see yeah, where it, it goes. It doesn't feel like a reboot or a retread. It it's feels, continuing. Yeah, it feels like an authentic, yeah, continuation. They found a great way to do it and not be like, hey, we're just back to the way we were. There's a real hitch in that. Because these characters, I mean, they weren't around. You know, Runaways only lasted a finite amount of issues. And they've picked them up. And, you know, Nico has shown up in, you know, Young Avengers and different things. And these characters have had lives outside the book more than they've had in the book. So they've, you have to, they're not, you know, kids anymore in the Marvel Universe. So, yeah. Now, I don't want to spoil Cliff or anybody, but there's a twist in the comic in the first, you know, a reveal. And I'm kind of curious if they're going to change it for the show. Are they setting it up? Are they planting? Well, it's, I don't see how they don't have it happen. Yeah. Um, but, and I don't see how they don't have that person be it, but I, I don't, like, I don't know who else, but I feel, I'm starting to get that feeling like they're, they're gonna do somebody, somebody different, mm. and I'm re- really curious to see. Do you know what I'm talking about, Michael? Mm-hmm. Well, okay. No. My anyway. concern, every time one of these shows, and, and I do like, that I like, comes out like this, I'll, I'm always afraid it's gonna be like Heroes. That first season is uh. gonna be great, and I'm gonna love it, and I'm, then I'm just gonna be slowly disappointed. Well, there's a lot of shows like that. You know, it's why you got something good, enjoy it. Um, this could be just one really good season. That's why most shows shouldn't last 10 or 12 years. Yeah, you don't, you don't always have to go to your dead. Um, what else are you guys watching on streaming? Um, have you guys checked out, I think it's either Here's Johnny or There's Johnny? I don't know. Christie found it. I don't even know when it came out, but it's uh, written and executive produced, I think, by Paul Reiser. And it's about this kid that had wrote uh, a letter to um, The Tonight Show when Johnny mm-hmm. Carson was host. I think it's the late – it's either the late 70s or 80s. I forget. But anyway um, – he gets this letter back of that they want him to come work for him or something like that. So he jumps on this bus and goes there 
and he gets there at 11 o'clock at night, and they're like, that's not one that's taped. Right. But it's like this six, I think it's like six episodes. We've watched two of them. What's it on? Hulu. Oh, it's okay. a Hulu show, but uh-huh. it's really good. Like, I hmm. I wanted to go to bed, and Chris is like, well, come on, just check this out. And it was really entertaining. It was this kind of like um, fish out of water, like opening up into this world that he's grown up with. Like loving the show and becoming part of it in the background, and hmm. it's pretty well done. I watched Godless. On I want to watch that to my queue. It's like a seven episode. <laughs> yeah, everything else <laughs> with warm wormwood and everything else. <laughs> wormwood. Um, there's a anyway. It's a western. There's like seven episodes. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, they're they're over an hour long. It's a, it's yeah. it feels it's only seven it was episodes. pretty long. Yeah, but it feels Sitting long. I mean, it's appropriately length. Yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> I, I gotta write all these down. <laughs> appropriately length. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway. You can tell it's been a couple weeks. Anyway, I've been I've been all uh, in, in the western vibe. After watching that, I watched that. I've been playing Red Dead again. I've been listening to Willie Nelson, watching Unforgiven. Uh, it's like, just I'm all. I know. I was it was weird. You're wearing spurs tonight. <laughs> yeah, well, I was like chaps with no spurs. It was just weird. He couldn't. He couldn't fit the ten gallon hat in the car. <laughs> anyway, it's got Jeff Daniels, Sam Watterson, Michelle Dockery from Downton Abbey, Kim Coates from Sons of Anarchy. Uh, Scoot McNary, who was in everything, uh, the new Fargo series. He was Jimmy Olsen in Batman vs. Superman. Uh, who else? Oh, the one, the person I was impressed with was the girl, I don't know her name, the girl who played Denise, I think, on Walking Dead. Hmm. She took the Abra- Abraham shot. Oh, yeah. She is in this and is really good. Real, I, I was, I enjoyed her. Um, it's it. I enjoyed it, but only thing, only criticism I have of it is the action. They tried to do a lot towards the end. A lot of this speed things up in a gunfight. Someone falls down really fast and just did not work. Weird action sequences. Yes, but if you can get past that, I, I still would say it's worth watching if you like westerns. Hmm. I feel like that's a dying genre. Westerns. Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh, I, I don't do, know if it'll ever die because well, I mean it's due for a comeback, but I mean it's really. I feel like everything just goes in circles, mm-hmm. like cycles with horror, sci-fi, westerns. Yeah, hey, I, I'll take it over zombies right now. I'm sick of zombies. <laughs> so, I yeah, I I enjoyed it. Another thing I watched was the Jim and Andy. I told you it was coming. I out. almost watched that the other night. It's good. I, f- I think it would... It's, it's, you need to watch it yeah. just because... Have you ever seen Man on the Moon? Oh, yeah. Did you like it? Yeah. Uh, I, I always thought I, I liked that I'm movie. still waiting for him to come, like, just show up somewhere. <laughs> Andy Kaufman? Yeah. <laughs> the okay. biggest, longest running joke. This, hey, yeah. I'll fall for it. Um, but that was a, uh, from 99, you know, yeah. I, li- I liked the movie. I, I, rec- I recorded a reason I was going to watch it again after watching this. See if it still holds up, but this is almost like, I don't know if I'll like the movie anymore after watching this, like, this is almost too, the, you know, sometimes 
just the real story is so much better. But just and this was like this, this is like from taking this is from footage, that time footage from when they were filming that where where Jim Carrey plays Andy Kaufman and he he just stayed, stayed in, in stayed in character the whole time they were filming and basically just annoyed everybody <laughs> continuing to be Andy Kaufman on set and it was amazing to watch like it I just recommend it. I, he, he did, was doing all the characters. He even went so meta about things like, there was a whole thing with, uh, Andy Kaufman and Jerry Lawler, the wrestler, where they like wrestled. He was like antagonizing that guy and wrestled him and got injured and all this. And it was all like, what's real and what's fake and stuff. Jim Carrey did the same thing in the, out of the movie, you know, while they're filming, he antagonized Jerry Lawler was in the movie playing right. himself. While he's there, he's doing the same thing to him off, you know, off camera, you know, on camera yeah. for this stuff. But it was just like Lawler's just standing there like, I know you're just doing the same thing, but you're still pissing me off <laughs> until the same stuff happens. He, Lawler eventually can't take it anymore and it, and does the same kind of stuff he did to Kaufman. It was just like great. It was uh, amazing that, that stuff. Yeah. But it was never released until, I mean, we're not getting this till now. They, you know, there was some talk they wanted this part of the original movie, but the movie studio was like, no way. That we, Jim Carrey equals money and we are not going to let everybody realize how much of a butthole he is being. <laughs> and, and so they, and, until now, you're finally getting to see it. But it was really, I like that kind of stuff. It was neat to see. Maybe better than the original movie. <laughs> well, I was going to watch it the other night, but I was just going to put it as like background noise. And I was like, no, uh, I want to yeah, sit down really and watch, watch this. It. That's one you should watch. Anything else streaming, guys? That's um, I have one thing. Uh, YouTube. I know you guys heard of it. Aren't you know huge? I watch it on the toilet. <laughs> cool. Thanks for that. Um, if anybody's heard of Adam, I think I've mentioned Adam the Woo before in his channel, and he he did a daily vlog for over five years, um, which he then quit. But uh, he took several weeks off. He's back now on his regular channel, just Adam the Woo. Um, and he came back with this amazing, the original National Lampoon's vacation. He went to all the shooting locations and put it all together all over the country to this big tour. And it's 34 minutes long is all, and it's really, really good. So if anybody watches Adam um, and you haven't checked, it came out December 1st. If you haven't checked that out, check it out. I've only heard that name from you, but... He's out there. I better look it up. I believe it. I believe <laughs> it. There's a lot. Everybody's got their own YouTube stars they follow. That's right. What do you want to go to now? Michael, make the call. Animation. Okay. Animation. What do you got? 
the continuation of the Prime Trilogy computer animation cartoon on... <laughs> cartoon <laughs> means it, anime. Go on. Yeah. Is it 90... Go, I don't know. Go ninety. Yeah, go, go ninety. Yeah. Okay. But it's the first. They had the Combiner Wars, mm-hmm. which was before this, and they were five minutes long. Now it's the Return of the Titans, which is, um, oh crap, Metroplex, and um, there's another one. But anyway, all these Titans are returning. Yeah. So, Go ninety did this. They were like five minute episodes. Of the Combiner Wars, which went back to the Generation 1 storyline, right? Right. Okay. So this is the sequel to that. Yes. Okay. And I want to let them talk as long as I can when no one has said the word Transformers yet. Mm-hmm. So, like, if someone God forbid know, somebody not know what the <laughs> Generation 1 Titans, like, you didn't even introduce what you're Did I ever say Transformers? No. no. Transformers! <laughs> um... But anyway, the Combiner Wars was five minutes long. These are ten minutes long. I had no idea what they were talking And they, they're going down the route where Rodimus Prime has given up the Matrix and went back Rottenous to being... Rodimus Prime? Is Rodimus Prime. Okay. You know who Rodimus Prime is? I have no idea. He'll let you borrow a copy. Yeah. That's all right. But anyway, he's gone back to being Hot Rod and... Mm. But the problem is, is these Titans, they're destroying everything and they're trying to figure out how to stop them. And now I have heard, I will, I haven't watched any of this, but I have heard uh, a couple other podcasts talk about these and how much they like them. It's extremely well done. So. And like now it's like the Combiner Wars was all about Starscream trying to get the ultimate power. And now he, he ended up getting killed off in that, and now he's possessed the body of Trypticon, which is the big giant Decepticon dinosaur that looks like from another cartoon from the 80s. Mm. But it's so far it's been excellent. So and this is a free app. Yeah, it's a free app. Okay. Is it available on, like, do you watch it on, like, your Roku on the I television? just watch it right on my phone. On your phone, okay. Yeah, it's available on the Google Android. I'm sure it's on all On the toilet? On the toilet. I know. I say toilet. I don't say toilet. There's no R in toilet, but there is in my world. Well, I mean, five, ten minutes, that's just a good length yep. for some toilet. It is about the it's right amount of time. It's appropriately length. Yeah. <laughs> it is. Yeah, we brought it back around. Uh, Any more animation? Um, I watched Justice League Dark. Oh, really? Oh, cool. Is that still current? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Current yeah. enough. It was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, brought back Matt Ryan, the actor, as Constantine. From the CW. Uh, it started with the Justice League. You know, it had Wonder Woman, Green Lantern, Superman, Batman. And then there's a mystical thing that they can't deal with, so Batman has to go, because they put Batman, Batman front and center on the cover, of course. So Constantine, Zatanna, Swamp Thing, uh, Dead Man, mm-hmm. Etrigan... Uh, even Black Orchid showed up for a little bit. Uh, hmm. So it was a, a cool mix of characters I haven't used before in the animated version. And I was watching the special features. There was a thing at New York Comic Con. And it's just, you get how much Matt Ryan loves the character Constantine. Because mm-hmm. we're like, would you do any more episodes if they let you? He's like, I would do this the rest of my life. Like, I want, he's like, I, he's like, he loves how much the fans have embraced him and in return he, 
he's like returning the faith they've given him in this character. And he's, like, a, he's like, oh, I, I love doing it. For a television show that didn't even I remember watching the preview. I, re- I like the animation and everything. Yeah. It looked really good. I don't watch a lot of those animated ones, but I, I was curious about this one, so I checked it out, and it was very well done. And like an hour and 15 minutes, like just mm-hmm. real quick. You know, they don't bog anything down. I always enjoy those DC animated movies when I when I check them out. I, I don't know that I've seen it all seems There are like parts I don't like, but... All done by the same animation yeah. company. And they're building a continuity. Like, yeah. you know, they put out two a year, and they they build uh-huh. on each other, and it's, it's uh, they use all the same voice actors. And right. It's an interesting well, side universe. We've got the, mm-hmm. the movie universe, the comic universe, the CW <laughs> universe, and then we've got these animated universe. Well, and just like the CW universe with the whole um, Crisis X, we had uh, the Ray in it. Yeah, that never was never, only in the animated shorts, which I didn't even realize until you had told me. Yeah, which that's that's coming out December eighth, which we'll I'm sure we'll talk about Crisis here yeah. later right. this episode. But the the Ray and the Freedom Fighters is coming out from Blue Ribbon December eighth. I do wait a minute, it's already past. It's today the eighth. Yep. Yeah, so it would be, it'd be dropping today. Um, That's just how current we are. Yeah, check that out. And I did hear that Marvel is creating a new animation studio or channel or something. Yeah, I did see something about it. I didn't read it though. Yeah, I saw. I just re- just today saw something about that. They announced um, Marvel announced a new animated feature of all female heroes, I believe. Some of a little like what the Star Wars things are doing, kind mm-hmm. of spotlighting some of the newer, younger characters. Okay. We better do some movies. Movies! First off. Save Martha! Puny God. I'm just a kid from Brooklyn. I'm Batman. Kneel before the sun! Under Ruth! Said it yourself, bitch. We're the guardians of the galaxy. So what's it gonna be, huh? Long, sullen silence? Or mean comment? Go on. You got me in a box here. <laughs> we got we gotta call out, give some uh encouragement to Bucky. So Bucky's doing something. What's what's he doing, Michael? Bucky's he? got a YouTube. But Bucky, Bucky's got a YouTube hashtag. Bucky's yeah. got a YouTube. That's like an old like that sounds like a folk tune. Yeah. <laughs> Bucky's got a YouTube. People are watching. <laughs> he, if I remember correctly, he's sitting down and watching every Marvel verse movie in a certain chronological order. Chronological. <laughs> has been set forth by some other YouTuber that has. Said this yeah, is so the he's way totally the order somebody takes. else off. But what he's doing is he's also incorporating uh, Agents of Shield, um, the Peggy Carter, Agent Carter show. Every, to, every yeah. Marvel thing. I always thought that was kind of interesting to yeah. do if you got the time, right? And he's going to give his opinion. So you know, that's hey, this is a great place to start. And it's, it's weird a good idea to like when you stop and think of. How much is out there oh, that you huge. have to cover? Mm-hmm. This yeah. is like half of Bucky's life. It's gonna like right. these movies have encapsulated I mean, most of his. He's gonna be yeah, our age yeah. now. It's basically he's, he's gonna be he's gonna be watching a series, trying to listen to all these podcasts, watching a series. <laughs> yeah, like so. 
I just wanted to encourage him, say, somebody out there knows you're doing it. Yep. And, you know, go for it. We all watched your first video. Yeah, we, we watched your video and, you know, do go, it. Go look out there forward, and make something. Look forward to more videos. Go forth and tube it. That's right. When was the last time he was, he was here for Spider-Man Homecoming? Mm-hmm. Right? He gave us- and when you get a huge audience, be sure and shout us out. That's right. That's right. Yes. That's the the main thing. Don't forget. Humble beginnings who gave you your first shot. (laughs) The other thing I want to talk about before we get into some other movie news is I asked a question on Facebook page this week to name your name, a favorite film for each letter of your name. And I was very discouraged that I only had four letters in my name. And then I saw everybody (laughs) else go nuts and use every initial and everything. I was going to say, if you use your last name. <laughs> I could have, but I, I I was just interested in hearing what everybody else was was liking. So I want to read some of what people, some people's picks. These are some people's favorite movies. Um, movies they like. You, you you were limited by what letters you had in your name. So uh, I went. Uh, yeah, I don't have a T in my name for Tremors. I was very disappointed. Yeah, oh yeah. There would, Aww. trust me, there was, I mean, I was like, I couldn't think of any form of my name to fit in some movies that really <laughs> bothered me. So I had to come up with a whole nother list we're going to do someday. <laughs> Grand Poobah? <laughs> oh yeah. And it still, it still didn't have it in there. Um, anyway, for Seth, I had Safety Not Guaranteed. Good movie. Eternal Sunshine and the Spotless Mind. Mm-hmm. Take Shelter and High Fidelity. Actually, I could see you having a lot of similarities with the high fidelity John Cusack character. I thought about that. I make a lot of lists. Yeah. I don't know if you've noticed. But, uh, yes. And that's one of my faves. Um, at this point, this is where Remington of the Dueling (laughs) Ogres lamented that he did have, not have the kind of time to think of a bunch of movies for, for Remington. That's a lot. I'm just trying. Yeah. I'm just trying to think if he felt the pressure to do it, or he just saw like oh, well, this, everyone else is doing this it. This time he was like, "I don't have that kind of time, guys. Leave me alone." Um, Mr. Teasley, big horror fan, had a uh, Jaws, Amityville Horror, Saul, Open Water, and Night of the Living Dead. Can't fault him for any of that good stuff. Uh, Eric Robinson had Excalibur, Rocky, Inception, and Captain America. I'm assuming the first one is probably what he was referring to. Um, Chad Denny had Caddyshack, Hang 'em High, A Clockwork Orange, and Dragon. Uh, the mayor, Jared Lowe. This is first one to whip out their last name. Try to get some extras in there. We had, uh, Jaws, American Graffiti, Red Dawn, Escape from the Planet of the Apes, Double Indemnity. That's an oldie. He is referring to the classic Double Indemnity, like in the 40s, I believe. Oh, that's a good movie. Yes, it is. Uh, nice. LA Confidential, is. Out of Sight, Witness, and Elf. All good stuff. So Eric came back with his last name, Robinson. Red Dawn, October Sky, Big Trouble in Little China, Incredibles, Naked Gun, Stripes, Ocean's Eleven, Night at the Museum. Michael K. Easton. He did uh, just his first name. Masters of the Universe, Idiocracy, <laughs> Clerks, House of a Thousand Corpses, Atlantis, The Lost Empire, Event Horizon, and Labyrinth. 
Which you, means I am all over the place. You are your own man. <laughs> is that a Disney movie in there? Which one? Atlantis? Yeah. Yes, Isn't it is. Isn't that Michael J. Fox? My, yeah, my son Jordan would cry during that movie. Wow. Oh, like, good. There That's was, on tape. There was, now. there was one song that he would just... Sing he, it. I, I don't remember what song it was, but... <laughs> well, he, gets it, he gets it on us then. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We all have our things oh, that yeah. we cry to. Uh, Nicole Benear, we got a girl. Wow. Um, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. I happen to know she probably really wanted to put Nell. <laughs> um, Indiana Jones, The Temple of Doom, Coal Miner's Daughter, October Sky, La La Land, good pick, and Enchanted. Uh, then we had jo- our own Jordan Lowe came in. We can be left out. Jackie Brown, Office Space, Rushmore, Die Hard, Apocalypse Now, No Country for Old Men, and with the last name, Lonesome Dove, Old Brother Where Art Thou, Wrestler, the, and Escape from New York. Now see that right there, the whole the wrestler, like... My M was going to be the Monster Squad, but I didn't want to be called out for it starts no, with T. I'd have called you out. Yeah. Um, Corbin Owens, he was also last year on the Spidey Homecoming review. Chronicle, Oculus, The Road Within, Back to the Future, Inception, and The Night Before. I haven't seen that yet. That's that Seth Rogen. I didn't know what uh, The Road Within was. I looked it up. Looked interesting. Um, then we had Cliff. I didn't even see yours. Christmas Vacation, Little Miss Sunshine, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. I also agree it's probably the best Indiana Jones. Mm-hmm. My personal favorite. Um, Father of the Bride. That's a good one. The what, Are we going Spencer Tracy or Steve? Either one. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Good stuff. And then, oh, poor Remington. Felt we just, uh, I, I riddled him with emails begging him to come back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Please he says, Ugg fine, so. and he, and he answered with Raiders of the Lost Ark, E.T., Mighty Ducks, Glorious Bastards, Naked Gun, Godzilla, Tank Girl, Oh Brother Where Art Thou, Nightmare Before Christmas. Duh. <laughs> So, all good stuff. We love the participation. That was fun. I love hearing what movies people like. Is that an all-time high? Yeah, that had to be the most reaction. And there's actually, there was, I shared it on somewhere and someone else commented on it. So, if I find it, I'll Oh, okay, yeah. But that's good. I I, I just, you talk about movies, I'm listening. Well, because I was wondering if that would show up when I shared it to groups also, if it would show up on the page. yeah. But evidently it didn't because you you didn't see it. But someone did comment on a group, so I'll yeah. find it here in a second. Anyway, I love it. I'll try to think of another movie thing sometime. But uh, like I said, let's get into it. I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing. As it all started by a mouse. Oh, this is where the early planning is taking place for our so-called uh, Disney World project. Mary Poppins. As you can see on this map, we have a perfect location in Florida. Called a Michael Eisner. We call it Epcot. I'm Mary Poppins, y'all! 
Bihana means family. Family means nobody gets left behind. We know what we hope to accomplish. And believe me, it's the most exciting and challenging assignment we've ever tackled at Walt Disney Production. Fun imagination, huh? <laughs> Disney. Tell us all about Disney it, Cliff. News. Tell us all about Disney and how much we hate them now. You're out. <laughs> the mouse is out of the house. By the time this comes out, it could have already could be a done. Could deal. have already happened. We don't know. Yeah. So you the, and Ryan, Ryan, Ryan Reynolds <laughs> have issues with this. Uh, so the long rumored Disney Fox deal looks like it's coming closer. And Probably happened by the time you hear this happening. So we don't know how much. Um. Sixty billion dollars, at least. I, I was reading um, the Fox movie catalog alone is estimated like fifty billion. So, I heard somewhere that they might be getting the Simpsons too in the deal. Is that true, or is that just I? Yeah, I heard that too. Um, what? What? And it looks like okay, it's probably well, only the that, movie. What does that matter? Well, I'm just thinking like. If they get the Simpsons also on top That's, of... That's... Oh, man. Just think of the money. No, no, no. I'm not thinking about that. I'm thinking, like, what's left? Like, the, they are, like, gobbling up all these properties. Like, what's left? The Sim- Fox was built on the Simpsons. Yeah. Like, the Simpsons mm-hmm. is what made the Fox Network when like, it first I, started. Like, who else was there with the Tracy Ullman show when the Simpsons <laughs> began? Like, <laughs> I was. <watched. laughs> the new character? I don't know. <laughs> Pepito? <laughs> beanie, beanie K. Easton here with a beanie. <laughs> I was there, guys. Where were you? Well, my concern with that was very simply, um, like two or three years ago, Universal Studios built a Simpsons land. They have Simpsons rides. They have Simpsons restaurants Don't all they in have there. Marvel but stuff guess too? what? Yeah. They're not going to get any of that. No. Except the movie. Right. So I don't feel like that's anything. Yeah. But it was saying, like, a lot of these Fox shows are produced by Fox whatever mm-hmm. production company. Searchlight. And so when they get all that, Fox isn't going to pay these other people to produce shows. So the Fox, you know, weekly lineup is going to be all reality shows and singing competitions and That's crap. That's a very real possibility. So Fox could circle the drain here pretty mm-hmm. quickly. Not that they have the, you know, a lot of, you know, Emmy winners or anything. But right. they have original content on there. Sure. Well, not to mention, it's not even that. It's FX and FXX. Yeah. I was just going to say, so is that it, part Do of- you think that <coughs> clean-cut Disney is going to allow what goes on on FXX? But I- It'll just be 24-hour Marvel movies. It's, say, always, I- it's always sunny in Anaheim. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but weren't, wasn't Disney only taking bits and pieces from Fox, not yeah, everything? Yeah, let me, let me run through the rumored list because I have it right here. We need the facts, Cliff. Set us straight. Well, these are we we don't have the facts yet because we need it's not facts, done yet. I've got the facts. But <laughs> the rumor is Disney would end up with 20, 20th Century Fox Film and Fox Studios, their their film studio and all their movies, all the FX networks, um, the National Geographic channels, twenty two regional sports channels. Those would be like Fox Sports Ohio, that type of stuff. Um, Fox's international channels, which um, include like they they hold like a thirty nine percent stake in Sky, which is a big news network over in Europe. They also have there's another uh, huge network over in India that would come to Disney, and then um, the rumor is that James Murdoch, one of the Murdochs, would then assume 
a high executive position at Disney and has already been named as a possible replacement for Bob Iger, which we know Bob is rumored, heavily rumored now to stay on through at least 2019 in this merger. What Fox is rumored to end up with, they would keep their Fox broadcasting company, which would be the television network. Um, they would have their 28 Fox owned and operated television stations. They would have Fox Sports Network. That's the regular, the major Fox Sports national network. Fox News and then um, one of the other Murdochs, Latchlin. I'm not sure how you pronounce it. Um, he would. He's rumored to then take over all of that. You're saying this is what Fox keeps? Is that yeah, that's what Fox. What I understood. Yeah, I hate to get too negative, but thinking about you know, basically all that's going to be left of Fox is news. All the boring news crap. and sixty billion dollars, right? That they can put into that. Can I, can I throw up my entire insides? Like, yeah, I, the I thought of that. I'm with you. It's not just that. It's the for me. It's personally. It's the idea of a, a Murdoch, you know, possibly heading up Disney too, which is a nightmare. I, I I assume. I don't know the guy. I don't know. All I know is the, the Murdoch family name. So it's not just Fox paying seventy billion dollars for the X Men and the Fantastic Four. That's the least little bit of it. That's, that's just the headlines a, everywhere. That's the right. best part Marvel, of the deal. Disney's going to get the Marvel guys back. Like That's yeah. what's got everyone excited. That's, yeah, in that's, that's Disney's world. headline. Yeah, that's, 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 the, that's the headline that Disney is Hugh Jackman's about. coming back, baby! Yeah. The other big thing is Disney would then own um, six, er, 60% of Hulu. Mm-hmm. I believe that. And like I was saying, uh, I was having a conversation earlier, there's a good possibility owning all this these Fox movies and properties, they could then pull that off of Netflix and add it to their own Disney well, and add it to their own right. why would they services? have to build a Disney service then if they're just going to have well Hulu that's the big question they will, yeah. I think they will though they'll just now they'll know how to do it they can you look at Hulu and have all all the technology you know I mean, right. it, it, could, it, yeah. it could be an offshoot of Hulu right exactly with Hulu plus is the Disney so you want to talk you know Netflix is on their own pedestal right now and if Disney is going to come at them with all these changes to Hulu, Hulu's now doing uh, live streaming television. You can watch live television, sports, stuff like that already on it for thirty nine ninety nine a month. And then on top of that, coming out with all the Disney catalog on another service, they could really put a, a major hurt if they chose to. Fox, Fox is... Uh... I try not to think of it always just as, you know, you can't just think of it as news because that is just, just totally such a... Right. Detriment. Yeah. The 20th Century Fox is history. Movie history. Like, they're one of the oldest studios, and it's like, this is not right. I hate to see it go. It's like, they will just be absorbed. That's, like, I mean, this is a much smaller scale, but just like New Line Cinema... Back in the day, putting out the original movie contents of where, like, Nightmare Nightmare on Elm Street was born to, and then it was absorbed into the larger company, and is just a former and, show. And that's my that's my fear, too, with all these, this huge catalog of decades of movies. Disney isn't the best at distributing their, you know, to video movies. And all, a lot of those could just go away. They could just be forgotten, and we're going to tuck them in a corner, 
stick them in a vault somewhere where we only, you know, like Disney does with the animated films, we only raise them up every seven years for release and then we take them away again. So none of that is good for me. Um, the one bright and shining thing, I guess 20th Century Fox still owns the distribution rights to at least the original Star Wars movie. Oh, so that's the only one. Yeah. New yeah, Hope. Yeah. A New Hope. So a good thing could be that, you know, Disney is able to distribute all nine movies or, or all the movies as one giant. Do you think that's what started it? No. No. But, no, but, no. but it would be a perk to think it that would be there's a, a chance they could put out a non-special edition New Hope. Imagine going to the net, not the last Jedi, but the next star Wars movie and the opening crawl is the original 20th century Fox. I mean, I know it sounds silly, but to me, I would be like, yes, here's what's going to happen. Like, because we've had all these additions re-released to the movie theaters here in a couple more years, we're going to see the original cut released back to the theaters. (laughs) There's, it's not available right now. You cannot see the original cut unless you have an old VHS. And not, Another thing, you know, another, I, I, I like Actually, this thing, but I hate, but I hate anybody ha- being a monopoly and the, you know, a movie like Logan, is that going to happen under Disney? That was, we made or strides. Like, we, we've yeah. said, I recently went back and did a little flashback in my listening to our 2017 preview and you know, getting ready for a 2018 preview. Oh, you and I, say, we you were the one that, that downloaded was a, that. Yeah. <laughs> that was a great episode. And I was thinking, and I was listening, thinking what we're looking forward to. And, and I remember, jo- and I, I heard Jordan say, you know, there really was not anything we're dreading that we're super scared of, except Justice League possibly being a bomb. And, you know, that was our worst worry. It's like, finally, we feel like we're rolling and we were right. You yeah. know, Logan was amazing and Wonder Woman and Guardians and, Thor and, and Justice League didn't fail us. It's like, it, it actually turned out good and we're not, I don't see Disney allowing dark well, things I, like Logan. I will say this. I just read a post from our friends over at, uh, Shmomo News and she just shared a post that there's a, all, you know, the deal's not even done and there's already a huge rumor going around about Hugh Jackman who had retired from Logan character. Coming back for Avengers four. Well, he said that like way back when that he when would Logan, do it. Like, yeah. if it involved the Avengers, he would reprise the character. But it's you know, competition is always good, and to have one big homogenized universe Agreed. isn't great. So, okay, maybe you don't like the X Men movies as much as these, or you don't like Warner Brothers as much as Disney, whatever. But one of them takes a chance. And then pushes the other one to, wow, that was really successful. Maybe we should try something new. So if there's no one there to push you and to, to prove this works or this doesn't work, like, if it's just one giant company, I think you just become stagnant and do the same thing well, you know works over and over. You're totally again. right. There's only eight studios. Disney, if they do this, have four of them. That's not good. No, it's not. And, and we just went through that whole Time, War- Time Warner, um, Oh shoot! Who was they? AT and T trying to merge that was blocked. Well, they're because, they're at it again. They're trying to merge again. Okay. The only thing I can say to that is looking at the the history of the Disney company, um, and this is could be a very real possibility. I don't think things like Deadpool are going to go away. They're not 
stupid to money. I was going to say, at the, but, but at the end of the day, if it's making money, they're exactly. going to let it happen. What had, what had, you know, that's how we got touch-tone pictures and back in the 80s. Disney had Miramax as well, yes. right? So, like, so they started all branching the Tarantino out. movies yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah. And it just came out under, it just, it, it can't have that Disney name on it, but it can still exist. It can still be made. It can still be, and good, and be put out there. Mm. So you're saying like the people higher up can say, okay, well this isn't good for Disney, but we can ship it over here to this. Yeah, they'll just identity. Well, yeah, exactly. The only See, problem is now everybody knows it's Disney. Yeah, and, you know we're so so much information out there that I I just wonder if they're just they're just so straight laced that when they, I th- I'm a little nervous well, that they'll think they since everyone will know it's coming from them, you know, not the normal. Person doesn't know Touchstone is yeah. you know has anything to do with them. Go on. It's like one giant frozen food company owning all the pizza varieties. Mm. And the <laughs> like, you're given the illusion of choice. You think you can get a Red Baron or a Freshetta, but it's all the same company. It's all coming from that guy in the red shirt. And it's red all hat. some giant corporation. With well, that. I think there is only four real food companies in the United States. That owns mm-hmm. everything. Yeah. We really don't have choices in our entertainment. <laughs> it's our cuisine. I we mean, it's, cuisine. it's all being force fed to us. <laughs> they so, come to your house, I hear. <laughs> anyway, whatever. We, you know, I'm sure though there can be good stuff from it. I just worry Disney's getting pretty big for its britches. They already strong armed the LA Times this year just for reporting news, reporting their business practices, they would not let them watch their movies and, you know, be able to do a review and until people like boycotted them. And it's like, just settle down, Disney. Just, you know, yeah, what you, happens when a business gets too big? Like, seriously, like when, when does it reach the point of it's too big? Well, that's the problem. By today's standards. Well, By today's lo- standards, we don't know. Yeah. No. Disney has lobbyists just like everybody else. And they're, the bigger they get, the more of them they'll have, you know. When we were talking earlier tonight, the story there, you know, they added new terms to local theater chains wanting to show Star Wars. Like right. you have to do it this way. We get this big a percentage. Yeah, it's like, got to be in your in your largest so, theater yeah, for. If you the are the biggest company on the planet, you just dictate. It's like Walmart. You dictate. I'm going to buy your tennis shoes, and I'm going to pay two cents less than your company. You know, right. like you just. Dictate everything, and everyone's going to have to cater to your whims. Right. And and they're not going to, when they absorb them, they're not going to put out movies that compete with themselves. So you're going to get less movies. There's no longer going to be Fox and Disney, same movie, same weekend, because they don't want to have to go against it themselves. Or unless they do play that game of, like, because they know they're... Getting the money regardless right. and forcing out other companies that could take that slot. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. You could see something where, um, this is, I feel like this has could, gone a dark turn. No, no, no. You could, but you're right. You could see in the same weekend Disney, uh, or some form of Disney releasing, you know, a like kid friendly, a kid friendly, office. yeah, a kid friendly Pixar movie and a adult, you know, oriented whatever. Deadpool 3. To grab the entire I'd like to see a weekend. reverse of that. I want an adult friendly Pixar movie. That's a by John. It's Lassiter. called Sausage Party. <laughs> so I mean, again, this is all still rumor, but I, I, I don't see much of a silver lining beyond. Well, that'll be neat. 
to have Van Asten Ford. Actually, what they should I, do, like, there, there should be, like, a red line, line in the sand. We we still keep Fantastic Four. Like, just to screw <laughs> with Marvel. Like, you can have everything. You can have the Simpsons. You can have everything. But we're keeping Fantastic Four. I, I, I remember people freaking out when, when Disney bought Marvel, too, though. Like, oh, this is the end. No more, uh, no more Marvel. With but there's Dugan still Earth. people who make that argument that all, they're still the purists who think Star Wars is ruined. And they make art, they have an yeah, argument yeah. that, you know, it's not the same as it used to be. It, that there's more cooks in the kitchen. There's I more. I think Marvel changed when Disney took over, especially like in the, the comic book line. Mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of issues going on from where Disney owned them versus when they weren't owned by Disney, and I th- I think even the movies have a slightly different feel to it. But I don't think we would be getting the movies we are, and the the amount of the shared universe that we are now, and that's planned way ahead from another studio at this point. I mean, you know, Iron Man was distributed by like Paramount or what Paramount or whatever, and I I don't know. I mean, I th- I think there are. You know, Star Wars, when they bought Star Wars, you say, yeah, there are people, and that's, I think a lot of those people were people that were fans of the extended universe of Star Wars stuff that grew up in the 90s when, in the dark times when we didn't have any films or there weren't any television shows, whatever. Comics was published by Dark Horse. Right. Those, those folks got immediately ticked off because Disney came on and just kind of wiped the, cl- the slate clean, but here, you know, as the few years have went on, they've slowly taken what was popular or a lot of things that were good and right and reincorporated those back into the canon. And frankly, I don't think Lucas would have permitted any more Star Wars movies, which, you know, Disney taking over, they, yeah, and I get it. They saw, hey, we can make a lot of money off Star Wars. We can start pushing this stuff out. And I'm yeah, okay in, with that. In the grander scheme of things, though, you know, George Lucas didn't have Disney behind him when he created all this. No, absolutely he was like not. an indie filmmaker, a real you know maverick guy who wanted to change cinema and be you know his gen- voice of his generation. And he ended up creating Star Wars and kind of getting <laughs> lassoed with it. But like, are those voices going to be out there if there's fewer and fewer companies to break through? So even Iron Man was basically an independent film. Marvel had to take it themselves and right. make it because no studio would do it the way they needed it done. And do, so they changed the way comic book movies are made because they took a chance and went out on a branch. And I said the more you know homogenized we get, the fewer branches there are to go out on. The I also, safer we have to play it. I also, you know, the last thought I had on it really was, you know, we joked around about the possibility of the Disney company being bought out themselves by Apple. And I kind of wondered myself, does it does this have something to do with that? You know, are they fighting against, you know, trying to become so, so big that they can't they trying to not be bought out. Right. You know, in the in the 80s Disney was almost um you know, had a hostile takeover from another company. And I don't think the, Apple at, was doing well in the 80s either. Well, no, they weren't at one point. Um, but Disney, you know, at the last minute, you know, Roy Disney had to usher in with Michael Eisner and, and, um, Roy Disney. Is that what you said? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, Walt's didn't know his name was Roy. Well, Walt had a brother, Roy, okay. and then his nephew was n- named Roy E. Disney. Roy but, uh, Disney. Yeah. He, he was on I the saw board. He and put in his movie list. He used the E too. <laughs> but yeah. So, I mean, 
I, I don't know. It may have nothing to do with that, but that was just a passing thought I had, too, because we had talked about it and joked around about, well, Apple's going to buy Disney. Well, maybe not anymore. Bottom line, Cliff, is there any a day, is there ever going to be a day where you turn your back on Disney? <laughs> oh, I'm drawing the line in the sand now. I'm what a- would be your breaking point? I have no idea. I'm gonna they, would, they would probably have to have to uh, hand me over a uh, trespassing notice when I was at the park. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Star Wars, boom! Star Wars, nothing but Star Wars. So speaking, speaking of evil empires and first order, man. Bam, that was a segue. <laughs> Does anyone else have tickets? Last Jedi, 150 minutes. So, the longest Star Wars wow. yet. Take, Is that the longest Star leak. Wars ever? Mm-hmm. Or you could bring your, <laughs> if you have your, sh- if you have your Schwann's two liter bottle, bring it. <laughs> You're going to need it. <laughs> Guys, at this point in the podcast, I'm, oh man. Anyway. <sighs> So we got for a Star Wars there. Uh, Star Star Tours. Ooh, the ride at Disneyland, Disney, yeah. MGM Studios, um, has already incorporated a scene with the planet Crate. Ooh, already red dirt. Yeah, red mineral planet. <laughs> and uh, but that's not the big story. That's not the big story. Also, at now at the end of the ride, you la- you land at Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Oh man! So you're when landing have, into the okay, new for, land. Wait, 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 wait! <laughs> Interrupting. When and how much? When? What? When do I have to have the money? And how much do I have to have? When is this happening? We gotta get our Patreon going. Yeah, we don't have an official date. It's gonna cost you guys an extra thirty percent, by the way. Yes, exactly. For Patreon, we are collecting money now for our trip. Um, but what happens is we found out the name of the planet. Oh, in the theme it? park. And it is officially named Batu. So you're landing your last on Star Tours. What what happens is, um, you go from planet to planet. All right. So and it changes all the time. Now the problem with that was when they incorporated um, scenes from the original trilogy and the uh, prequels, and then they incorporated some. Uh, new elements from The Last Jedi, you were going from era, era to era to era, and they were all mixed and mingled randomly. So you could go from, like, um, Hoth to Naboo to, um, you know, whatever. I don't even know what to pack for okay. that. Right. <laughs> so they have corrected that on Star Tours. First, How first many thing now you... do you need? <laughs> right. This is ridiculous. Bring your droids. Bring your tauntaun. Um, so they've corrected that now, and the ride only goes, it, it sticks to one era. So if you're in the original trilogy, maybe you're going to Endor, to Hoth, to okay. Tatooine. That's okay. much oh, easier. Era. And then your ending. I didn't, what you, I didn't understand what you were yeah. saying. I thought you were saying area, but mispronounced it. No. no era. No. Era. <laughs> era. Okay. Era. So now. I have but, a, I have a Ewok coat. You have a what? An Ewok coat. It's made out of four Ewoks. <laughs> I was wondering how many Ewoks it took to make a code. Right. Four, 
Four, four, I'm not a big guy. Four Ewoks. <laughs> that is the Cruella de Vil of yeah. indoor. That's great. That's great. I leave the eyeballs. I'm just like picturing Seth like, I'll take that one and that one <laughs> right. and that one. Yeah, and he's got a one. necklace full of Ewok ears. <laughs> yeah, teeth. Um, so anyways, the big news is the planet is named Batu in Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Is that a planet from... Somewhere in the kingdom. That's totally is new. It's Planet Disney, basically. Yes, okay. exactly. Like we've never seen Batu. Never seen it yet. It's coming 2019. Batu. 2019, so it's when I need the money. Yeah. We are all going together, right? This will be great. That's the plan, right? <laughs> I, I've planned it. I have now. full confidence. I'm going. I have full confidence. <laughs> You're planning it. So you we sign me up. We basically have a year to make this a huge successful podcast. Oh man, That's guys, it. like this is on you because we've done all ticking. we can do. This is it. This is all the effort I have. The rest of it is on you guys. That you can that go with us. Patron button at the top of our. Web website. Can't you picture it? Yeah, you need to start contributing now, and please. Share with all your rich, nerdy friends. Man, we will tell you all about how great it was. That's right. <laughs> we'll paint a word picture. Oh, you'll be just feel like you went too. <laughs> okay. That? Okay, well. That's all I got. That's it? Okay. TV. TV. Hello, Dolores. What the hell is a sticky maple? Run. Very run. That's what I do. I drink and I know things. Before we get into the DC stuff, <laughs> I just want to make a quick announcement that Superstore continues to be great. Yeah, Doesn't we had it? the Christmas episode. Oh right. my god, was that not a great episode? That's excellent. I, I love may Superstore. Fallen asleep. Yeah, it's one 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 of my faves. It's always the first thing we watch. If if mm-hmm. Nick and I sat down to watch what some stuff we got recorded, he's like, "What do we got?" I was like, "We're obviously Super starting store. with Superstore. We got a new Superstore." So, if you you know if you like that, we had the Christmas episode. That uh, the Christmas episode was great. Watch it before Christmas, and Dina incorporating Yas Queen yes. into her vocabulary Excellent. owned yeah. me. <laughs> I have hunted a baby Jesus. Just so you know, I stopped, I paused the recording and said, Nick, I have a declaration to make. <laughs> I was like, this reminded me of something. I was like, uh, 20 some odd, 30 years ago, we did not have internet. And uh, me and my friends used to go around moving people's Christmas uh, decorations around, and I have punted the baby Jesus before, so just so you know. And he congratulated me, and we moved on with the episode. They're just but dolls, Glenn. It, just they're, dolls. It, they're just dolls. Um, uh, I before we go, I know you guys are going to go DC crazy. So, a uh, couple things. One, happy on Sci-Fi started. Uh, you watched it. Looks like go yeah. tell us all about it. It was pretty good, uh, based on the like four issue image series by Grant Morrison and Derek Robertson. It was only four issues, I think so. So I'm not. I'm wondering if this can go multiple seasons or not because there's not a ton of source material. So uh, Christopher Maloney just killed it. This is about a, a disgraced former cop who's now an alcoholic, drug addict, down on his luck, suicidal mess of a human being, who's now a hitman. And a young girl gets kidnapped, and the girl's imaginary friend comes to Christopher Maloney to help her, and it's a tiny little purple horse voiced, voiced by. by Patton Oswalt. Mm. 
So Christopher Maloney doesn't know if he's hallucinating or if he, you know, what's going on. But the uh, it was either produced or directed by the people behind the Crank movie. So it's just like a pounding, really, really had, frantic pace the entire you time. You had me right there. Yeah, a really frantic pace. Some really funny lines, some, some dirty stuff. <laughs> like, you know, this is again, Sci-Fi Channel, home of Blood Drive. <laughs> Michael, Blood Drive. I'm sorry. Did you say it? <laughs> yeah, he does it well. So after 10 o'clock, Sci-Fi Channel gets away with some naughty they get stuff. Freaky. Yeah, so I, I really liked the pilot. I thought it was very strong. Not a huge fan of the comic. The comic, not Grant Morrison's best work, but I thought the show was, was really well done. Um, I, I watched it. I did not read the comic. And I love Christopher Maloney. I love Patton Oswalt. Uh, I, this, I'm going to watch the second episode. I did not love the first one. I, I, you know, sometimes you're not in the right mood for something, but I, I was like, what is even happening? I, I, that's kind of the, I think that was the point of the first one. Yeah, okay. to make you go, I, I, I don't kind even of know felt like that is. afterwards. Like maybe it didn't really start until Patton Oswalt showed up. And, you know, that before that, I was like, I did not know what was going on. And sometimes, some of that stuff doesn't hit me the right I, way. I, and they threw it. There's too many characters. Like, here's some yeah. mob boss kids, and here's a crooked cop, and here's a, like, the, you don't know who's important. Like, they just threw way too much. Yeah, at the I wall. did not know what was going on. No. I'm not smart enough for that show, but I, I'm, I'll probably, I'll try to But on a show like that, I don't care. Right. Like, yeah. I just, I yeah, I, I just yeah. enjoy it. Um, I wanted to mention, um, Nathan for you. You watched that network. Have you ever watched Nathan for I've you? I've watched a handful. Have you watched any of this fourth season? Not from season? this season, though. You, it was, the whole season wasn't great. I've watched episodes here and there. The last episode was, was really good. Uh, it, it goes, it was like two hours long. Yeah, it it's, huge. it's worth it. It's, that guy is ta- talented. I don't know what he's doing and he's so, he's the definition of meta, you know, um, but definitely try it out. Yeah. Um, and I, I wanted to mention Kirkman's secret history of comics. Um, what have you thought? Oh, yeah. What have you thought of that? So far? I've watched has every anybody, episode. Has anybody else watched it? I've only watched the Wonder Woman ep- episode. I think it's great. I, yeah, I've watched them all. Yeah. I'm, I've enjoyed them all. The only thing I w- didn't really wasn't really into the reenactments they were doing. Like, it, it was like, it was all a bit much. It remind, did, the Wonder Woman remind me of like an old episode of Unsolved Mysteries. The <laughs> <laughs> Robert Stack coming in. Yeah, I, I, I was like, I don't, I didn't know what to make of it. Like, I, I watched it over a couple settings because I got burnt out on the reenactments. They didn't have any in the last episode. Um, with a Black Panther and stuff like that. Yeah, I, they kind of animated yeah. some of it. I stuff. have enjoyed it. Uh, you know, so, some of it's a lot of retread. Every time they do one of these comic shows, we get the same kind of subject. And I have watched every single one. Uh, so of have I. I watch any of these shows yeah. on any network, but I really applaud this show for going deep into it because they did the Siegel and Schuster episode. Or they yep. did the Wonder Woman episode. A lot of reenactments and you, in single shoes. You assume, okay, you're going to talk a little bit about the, the the original history and then what's going on today. They spent, like, the Wonder Woman episode was, like, 50 minutes mm-hmm. of yeah. Marston and his family and yeah. his wife and his mistress and all this stuff. Like, they really went into it. And the Seagull, like, they tracked basically their whole lives coming up. Like, they really, 
It was a deep dive, and none yeah. of these shows have done that before. Just the one topic, mm-hmm. and really go into it, which I very much appreciate. Mm. And now, this, do, you, do you think the Wonder Woman episode is because of the movie that, that they produced? I'm sure that was one of the reasons it got yeah. more more highlighted. And again, they made the biopic about Mars then, and, right, and yeah. the Wonder Women. That yeah. movie just came. That, up. by the way, will come out the uh, January 30th. It's going to be available digital and DVD. That. It's going to be your earliest chance to see it at this point. But the last episode we've seen was the Milestone episode. And there's only one more to go, which will be the Image Founder, which will probably be out by the time this right. is out. But well, I thought no. the Milestone episode was terrific. Cause that's I very, didn't know a lot of that. I didn't either. Like, And these shows, I watch these shows and I know all this stuff. And not That's not braggy. But that's yet, why I, I want just, something new yeah, like so, this. Yeah. I, and I was around when Milestone came out, but I didn't know this stuff. So and you're getting it right from the like, horse's mouth. Did it go I mean, into a lot of the background of it? It, ta- it absolutely. Dennis Cowan Seriously. talked for probably half a half hour of the hour was an interview with Dennis Cowan, kind of jumping back and forth. They had archival stuff of Dwayne McDuffie. They talked to Derek Dingle and Michael Davis, all the original founders, and it was and and uh, and Dennis was very honest Derek about like Dingle, he's like that a lot of this boogie night. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry, Dirk D. Clark. Right, right, right. Different guy. But he was like, a lot of this was my fault, and I, you know, I, I, di- I took this wrong, or I did this wrong. It was a little unfair, I think, to Paul Levitz, the editor of DC, which from everything I've heard, he's a real champion of artists. So, like, they kind of made him out as the villain, you know, when Milestone was canceled, or when there was some, uh, controversy about content, or, you know, that they had a cover that DC didn't like. And, like, they cut to the skinny white guy who's like, well, DC didn't really like this very much. Like, they kind of made him the villain. I don't know is fair. But, yeah, this was, I thought it was really interesting. A lot of the people who were there on the scene, they celebrated Dwayne McDuffie's life and what he meant to the comic industry. It's just super, super well made. Basically, every time one of these series comes out, I watch them all. And in hopes of, like this, there's at least one or two episodes that deep dive something. Because I don't want any of the surface crap. And this is... This this is kind of what I want. Um, I've I've enjoyed it so far. See, I hope it comes back and can do it because we we had yeah. Superman, we had Wonder Woman. You know, we, I, I want to see more more things like that. They also had a nine eleven. You know, right, after right. that. Um, what real I also quick, what, real quick announcement: Big Little Lies HBO. Oh, such a segue. You, you oh, I ruined it. Good. I'm gonna keep it. Go ride it hard. Uh, uh, Big Little Lies HBO. Um, was the very female-centric series that was a, I believe it was a book, and they Glitched did it. just finished this last weekend. You, you guys watched it? She did. She I, did. I watched a little. I'm she sure watched. she loved it. Yeah, she loved it. Because it ends really well. Yeah, I saw the ending. Um, they really reflected on it in Riverdale recently, if she's watching <laughs> that also. Um, she better be. She better <laughs> damn well be watching it. Um, but, uh, Nick St. Creature. Uh, um, but anyway, the uh, they're coming up with a season two. This was a contained story. That right. They, they did perfectly yeah. put it out in one season. And, of course, the problem is it was such a hit that they're going to do a season two and write something Same new. cast? Yeah. Oh, That's okay. just it. They had a lot of a lot of talent in that cl- yeah. cast. So I'll, I'll watch it. I, I think, you know, would it, you kind of like to see something that's done so well just stop. Because like we were saying earlier, you don't, just because something is successful doesn't have to go on forever. <laughs> you know, but it like might, it, it like deserves this podcast. A, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it deserves a season two. So let's pretend we were talking about comics and get segue into what you're talking about. 
uh, you said something like, <laughs> "What did I say?" Life, I don't life. remember things that should go on forever. And I was gonna say something like, <laughs> "I put it's, like, it's gone. The moment's gone." Inhumans. <laughs> oh yeah, it's probably not gonna go on forever. We had the finale. This is how long it's been since we talked yeah. about TV. Inhumans ended with their finale. They wrapped up the main storyline. Yeah, no, no, no. You know when Inhumans ended? When Disney is taking over Fox. <laughs> yeah, well, good. Now we have X Men and the Inhumans. <laughs> bleep it, bleep, bleep, bleep. Hit <laughs> it. So th- we 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 had a, a couple secrets like from Black Bolt's past were revealed, and they ended. Saying, "Oh, but there's a bigger threat out there." Please tell me he drew him out on a whiteboard. <laughs> there was a lot of uh, like hand signals, like yeah. some weird. Was he talking about the scrolls? Uh, they're they're hinting that something else is out there. So they were a little bit confident of having a second season. I don't know how much we are, but that leads directly. Agents of Shield just premiered their new season. Yeah, they had a two-hour premiere. Uh, I not. They're in space. Threw them right? out into space. Wow. Which is weird, but they had two, there was a two hour premiere and there were two huge twists. Wow, let's hear them. Spoil them. I don't want to because they're so good. No, they're like, they were good twists. I'm not going to watch it though. Spoil it. They were good twists. Uh, I could ruin it. You know, did you watch it? No. Ruin. I could ruin it with something else. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> I'm not going to watch it, but I want to know the twists. So what do I do? I would listen to a podcast like this to just tell me. <laughs> All right. For the next minute, there will be Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Okay. spoilers. Set your clock. All right. The space. Is part of S.W.O.R.D. or S.H.I.E.L.D.? No, there was We're a S.W.O.R.D. Stuff. reference where one of the characters <laughs> For the next two minutes, there will be Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. spoilers. <laughs> one of the characters said, basically, what, isn't there some kind of agency that protects us from aliens too like right. like spear ooh making a reference to sort and Colson right. says no like very sarcastically like there why would there be one of those so that's our first hint yeah. at there possibly being a sword in the world um so basically they they're out in space on a weird ship but they think it's like an alien movie whatever's going on and at the end of the first hour we find out they've been thrown to the future ah. what year Far what in the future. Year? Earth, oh Earth has been destroyed. Schwanz is gone. Schwanz is no more. <laughs> Obliterated. So, the so Earth. 3,099. <laughs> it's like. 3,099. It's like two years after Michael was fired. Um, so, yeah, the Earth is just basically a husk and everyone's living on these ships and they think it's this far flung future. Or they think it's far out in space, but it's actually, you know, it's the Planet of the Apes ending where they've been on Earth the whole time. Okay. But Earth is like a colony. Run by the Kree, who are treating the humans as slaves, whatever. So, at oh, the end of the gross. second hour, we find out it was Quake's fault. Whoa. Quake and her crazy she inhuman powers. Quake blew up the Earth. That. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I thought the whole space thing was silly, but at the end yeah. of this, I was like, okay, this was. It. I, I was back on board. I was enjoying the show. Oh, Man, I'm glad you told me. I might watch it now. <laughs> this, uh, what is happening? Uh, <laughs> Walking Dead, yeah, we remember got... Remember the bourbon oh, episode? We got, 
feel like we're going to have a repeat. We've all tonight. had too much bourbon. Uh, we got our character that's crossing over between Walking Dead and Oh, yeah. who is it? Dead. Yeah. You didn't hear? No. I did. I, I, I was listening to you guys. I was like, I know it is. Lenny James, Mr. Morgan himself. Yeah. The guy with the bow staff. Because um, if you remember, he was on like the first episode, yeah. and we don't meet him again until years later. So right. there's more of a wide open backstory hmm. that he could be. He Mor- went somewhere on his Morgan voyage. goes to Mexico. Right. <laughs> That's the subtitle of the thing. But people are now worried because he's going to be spending a lot of time on that show. Yeah. Is Morgan going to get killed off? Because we have, I think, one more episode, mm-hmm. which you've all probably seen by the time you hear this. But, uh, yeah, Walking Dead's gonna end up, they promised big, huge shake-ups at the end of this season. Okay. Who knows, but, uh, yeah, Morgan probably is leaving the main show to focus mm-hmm. on the other show, so who knows what his fate will be. And to segue into the CW world, we got a date for the return of Legends, we said it was kind of up in the air last time we talked. Legends coming back on Monday, February 12th at 8. And place of Supergirl. Does that time slot sound familiar? Yeah. Monday's day is Supergirl's time. She is going off the air for nine weeks. So this this recently, the showrunner has been fired from Supergirl. Oh, is that the reason? So, well, I don't know, but I, I have a feeling it has something <laughs> to do with it. So Legends is going to air their 18th episode of the season, which they are only 18 episodes long. Their final episode will be April 9th. Then Supergirl returns on the 16th, the very next week, and will run through June. So CW will have 23 straight Mondays with new episodes. They're just going to run all of Legends till it ends, and then all of Supergirl. Supergirl. So kind of an interesting way to set that up. And also Black Lightning. This is when Black Lightning premieres on Wednesday. No, it'll be after the Flash on Tuesday. Tuesday, okay. But they're doing the same thing with iZombie. Like, it follows after... I don't remember which night it is, but... It falls after one of the show's ends. Mm-hmm. It falls right up after words. Okay. How do you guys watch all these? It's tough. <laughs> it's Real quick. Yeah, we skip Arrow. That's how we do it. Real oh, quick. No yeah. Arrow. No Arrow. Except for me. I like Arrow. I know we're going to get into Crisis real quick, Michael, but... I went right from the CW to jump into the Crisis. You guys have stepped on every one of my segments. Oh, Say shit. something about something totally different. <laughs> I'm in on this. I so there's this one character on Supergirl that's going to appear on iZombie, back to Jordan. Okay. <laughs> no, I was just going to say real quick, Legends. Um, oh, that's involved with CW. Yeah. I'll allow it. Legends. <laughs> uh, we were talking about Constantine earlier. Oh. He is now on the latest episode of Legends. Spoiler. Um, looks like he's going to be... Incorporated. Yeah, when that comes back in January, it'll yeah. be a Constantine storyline. Story yeah. So yeah, we had we haven't talked about TV for a while. So we had a huge event on the CW Crisis on Earth X, four part crossover between all of our shows, four hours. So not all of ours, <laughs> most of ours. Watch, include Seth for the next there fifteen was, minutes. I didn't see anything about it on Riverdale. So, <laughs> do you guys feel it? upheld the status of the other crossovers? So we're talking about Crisis on Earth X, um, which was billed... This is the third or fourth crossover. um, Happens every year now with the DC shows on the CW. This one was the first one I saw 
you know, it was like a separate show. It was like a movie. It had its own title card. It wasn't Supergirl, and then they incorporate the story into it. It just came up as Crisis on Earth X. So that was the difference this year. Um, I thought it was the best one yet. I did too. Easily. In that it was good. Yeah. Not to mention that, obviously, the <laughs> FX budget was increased for this crossover versus last year. Yeah, probably so. Which last year was a success for them. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, last year, like I said, it felt very, okay, Supergirl episode, Legends episode, Arrow episode, Flash episode. This, I didn't feel felt, I mean, we opened it up and we're at Barry and Iris's wedding. I have a question on that. Okay. I'll answer it. On the invites for Flash's wedding, why were only some of Legends invited versus the other Legends? Who wasn't invited? Well, the other half of the Legends didn't show up till the like the last two episodes. I, I feel they only had so many seats in the pews. Okay. Small church. It's pretty obvious. Did everyone catch who the preacher was or the priest was? Who was it? It was William Katz from The Greatest American Hero. Was it really? Yeah. I didn't notice I that. It. Good point. Oh. I didn't oh. notice. Believe it or not, George is a But I remember one of our biggest critiques of the last crossover was the action. And yes. how we've got all these characters on screen together and they didn't really do anything. Yeah. Oh, Firestorm shot his fireball. Like, they didn't, they didn't work as a team. And this, I think the action was so much better. Mm-hmm. It, it, they all, you know, they weren't all on screen all the time, but it, they, they used their powers together in concert mm-hmm. and it was just more visually interesting. Yeah. Through the whole thing. So whoever the stunt coordinator was or responsible for that, definite improvement from yes. last year. Even with the silly masks on the bad guys. Right. To, well, that's to what, hide the doppelganger. That's what I was going to say is how did you guys feel about the shade of lipstick on Supergirl? <laughs> that's what you're going to ask. That's it. Like evil Supergirl used darker. Oh, she yeah. also oh, used yeah. pants. She used yeah. sensible <laughs> pants. That's all that. <laughs> There was a, uh, I mean, I, l- I love the old overall arc of it, mm-hmm. but the, there was a silliness when you go behind the scientific reason of why EarthX was trying to steal Supergirl's heart versus, which there was, yeah. yeah but I feel like, <sighs> but I mean, it was, as far like, as these shows go, it was just right in line. Okay. Uh, I mean, you know what I mean? I, I feel like they could have done a better job of why they were doing it, but, eh, who's right? <laughs> the other question I have of something silly, because I don't I watch Arrow, 
when he hits someone with an arrow, they go flying across the room. Yeah. Does that happen on the arrow? Do you know how many pounds of pressure is behind that arrow? You couldn't pull back that bow. When you pull that back bow, it's like 261 pounds of pressure. That's enough to knock a Nazi off his feet and like send him flying. Oh, man, I'll knock the Nazi right out. Actually, what I thought you were going to ask was... If Green Arrow shoots a kryptonite arrow into Supergirl, how is she able to just, oh, it's a kryptonite arrow, and I'm just going to pull it out and everything, I'm going to keep going about my business. You would think you would pull regular arrows out like that, too. (laughs) Well, it depends on the kryptonite arrow, if it is perfectly cylinder, so when it goes in, (laughs) I thought we were really going to do like an in-depth play-by-play play thing of Earth-X, but I don't think that's don't, in the I, cards. I don't that. think Michael's got that in him right now. <laughs> Earth-X was a Marvel thing. Wasn't that a Marvel thing? Yeah. Well, it's Earth-53. What? It's the 50, 53rd Earth in the multiverse, oh, okay. is how they explain it. it. Now, and these actually... So I've solved for X. X equals yes. 53. The best Boy. part of this crossover was Leo, by far. Yeah, so we get the... What's his 53rd. Last name, I'm not going there. Snark. The on the 53rd Earth we find heroes, and this is an Earth. It's Nazi controlled. Um, it's a barren land. We see concentration camps um, of people and heroes alike at one point, and but that's where we're in, we're. Introduced back into their version of Captain Cold, who basically is a Citizen Cold character. And then for the first time, we get to see uh, the Snark character in full Captain Cold comic book costume. And I'm sorry, but that character freaking killed it. Like, I laughed out loud <laughs> several times. Like, I could see him in every episode of Legends. Right. Yeah, he he was. I, I've always liked the character, but it was nice to see him go full on hero for for a change in this version. Um, he rescues our team at one point when they're all captured and uh, dropped off on the other Earth. So basically, it's the the Nazi Green Arrow is the apparent. Uh, I really wish Hitler. they would have used like that's the only. The only drawback was I thought they were going to show Superman again as like the the Red Overlord. Sun. Yeah, yeah, and and that was the point I was going to make. DC Comics has somewhat of a history of doing Nazi stories, like alternate Earths. Uh, we had the Red Sun. Even the old Justice League cartoon did a did like a two part episode where um, Vandal Savage had taken over the Nazi party and won World War II in this alternate, and they have to go back in time to stop him and the Nazis. And, it, and that's a, one of my yeah. favorite episodes. Well, and I felt like this stood up with that. Like, they've even... I think they've alluded to it in Legends with uh, Der Degaton from Justice Society of America, where... Yeah, I saw that. Der... <laughs> I know. <laughs> they eat at the Der Dog <laughs> One of these days I want to do something right. I don't know what it is. Yeah, but Per, per Degaton was per mentioned Degaton. In, in an old episode yeah. of uh, Legends. Who was, who was kind of like a Nazi time traveler. Yeah. Yeah. What he said. Jeez. And the other thing, there's a 
awful lot of murder in this episode. Because mm-hmm. I know Arrow has used lethal tactics sure. before, but they kill lots of Nazis. Is it is that okay just because they're Nazis? I think from it's a different just because Earth? they're Nazis. But not only There's that... There's a body count. The a opening count. scene, we see sexy James Olsen as the Guardian. I mean, what's that work out? James Olsen. It's okay. I can be trusted with the big secret. Meet him back at the office. James Olsen. You like James Olsen. James on well, the other I don't Earth, think he that's was my the favorite Guardian. drop, by the way. He what was we just a listened to. Patriot of some kind. James he was what? He was a patriot. Why was he the patriot? Well, if you go back to your Earth X continuity of the DC Universe, there is a parallel to the Avengers on one of those Earths where it was like Patriot mm-hmm. X or something. Okay. It was it was very similar to that. Okay. But. So anyways, old sexy James gets killed off. Yeah. That's basically. the beginning of our story. So this right is at, the beginning. This, I'm happy. Yeah, it's, I'm, we're jumping all over the place. The point, the point being, I thought this was going to go a different way too. Uh, <laughs> we just Michaeled all over it. The point being, excellent. I loved it. Four hours worth your time. If you haven't watched it already, um, definitely seek it out. If you have that CW app, you can watch it for free. Uh, Crisis on Earth X. It'll. It feels like an epic event to me. As far you know, we followed these shows um, through the years on this network, and every time they do this, I feel like they get something right. Um, it, not all of it right, but but yeah, th- this one is definitely the best one yet. And it was a way to get us Leonard Snart back into our continuity mm-hmm. and introduce the Ray. Yes, and bring a heter- a homosexual male superhero couple to the forefront. Right. Uh, right in front of everybody, you know, they, they showed a lot of And affection. they did a great job of it. And it wasn't, it wasn't exploitative and it yeah. wasn't, it wasn't over the top. Nobody made a just, big deal about it, was, it. Yeah, it was just an, and we haven't seen a lot of that. Two yeah. guys in costume kissing each other is not a normal thing to see, but it just seemed very normal in it. It did. So I, I don't have a problem with that. What I have a problem with was. Here it comes. How easy, how easily, like, cause they're supposed to be the love of each other's lives. And Leo's like, okay, Ray, I'm just going to go bounce onto this other Earth. Yeah, we've saved the day, but you, yeah. you stay here and I'll go like, hang out with these Even though that you're from this Earth that I'm going to go visit, you stay over here on this bad Earth. Yeah. And you hang out over yeah, there. Why did the Ray not come I I don't hang know. out with the Legends? Because he has He's got to defend the other planet. He has an animation series. <laughs> Speaking of homosexual uh, activity on this show, did anybody else not call... Alex. How many times have we said that? <laughs> Alex and Sarah hooking up immediately. Oh, that's so great. <laughs> it was Did, great for all the right reasons. Right. Not, the only not person. the wrong reasons Michael's about to tell us about. <laughs> No, but it did. It was a funny little joke yeah. and kind of a sly wink. But then it became, it was a character moment for Alex. Yes. Realizing, you know, uh, maybe, you know, she can move on from, from her lost love and, yeah. like, it's her taking a step in a different direction now. She had never done anything like that. And it was, again, it was just, 
these this this network has a better grasp on all these characters than they ever have. Right they really now. do. So yeah. I I do like how the Alf character has she has everything figured out in her professional life, and she's versus, a mess at work. Yeah, or mess at home versus her personal. home life, yeah. her personal life. Like she's trying to figure it all, all out. And you're right. You called it before yeah. when you said Supergirl should just be the Alex show. I feel like it really could be. More now than ever. I mean, um, the stuff she goes through, we've talked, you know, before about how real it does feel at times and her relationship and her feelings and the whole arc of her story of what she's went through and is going through. And we said goodbye to a major character as well. We had a, a death at the end there. Yeah, so very predictable. Um, we knew he the was, actor. He was two days away from retirement. Yeah. And they took him out. Yeah. <laughs> Professor Stein went down under. Now, Michael, did this not remind you of Sliders? He did. Went. <laughs> you know <laughs> you know what I'm say. I you know. remember John Rice Davies yeah. was going to leave the show, yeah. and they introduced a plotline where he had cancer or something, and they did a whole half a season of him hiding his illness that he was about to die, and then they ended up like killing him off. He got shot or something, and they completely changed how they were going to get him up. So it seemed the same way that Victor yeah. Garber is leaving the series and they spent a whole season trying to split up Firestorm so he could go off on his merry way Just and for him to then get you kill him off. So I don't know if that's a clever pull the rug out so you're not expecting it or if it's, ah, let's send him out a hero. Yeah, right. And, and and that was the whole thing. And it did. It was a little touching moment. You know, it this was. is a character that started on Although, the Although, I wish his other half could learn how to cry. He has a big problem on his acting chops on learning how to cry. Well, hopefully uh, everybody's already watched Legends by the time this airs. I hope so. Because I'm going to spoil it right now. Mm. The Jax has now gone from that show. He is? Yeah, he just said, I can't do it anymore. I'm going to start my own life and walks away from the team. I thought he was going to become Fury. No, we have no more Firestorm character on that show. So, like I said earlier, they brought in Constant... Constantine already, um, I imagine they're probably going to bring in one more well, to replace the two Jax actors. Jax was the link, the weakest link. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Alright, that's all I've we got. We did it! Yes. Alright, the last right. thing I want to say is right. He should never take his ears off. <laughs> that's it. Ray, if you're <laughs> listening... Do not take your ears off. <laughs> what are you talking uh, about? Cliff, you need to brew Ray. a pot. You need to brew a pot of coffee and get my yeah. back up. He should never take his helmet off because that boy's got some ears. Thank God he's animated from here on. Deja vu all over again from like two years ago. Yeah. Evan Williams. That's what happens. Well, I don't even know what you're talking about. So. All right, so. hashtag it up. We need to leave. Hashtags, okay, we got too many. Schwanza swimming. (laughs) (laughs) Wormwood. (laughs) Appropriately lengthed. I don't even know what that says. Bucky's got a YouTube. Uh, Chronicological. 
it's always sunny in Anaheim. Uh, if there's anything I've learned from Schwann. <laughs> <laughs> that could go viral. Like yeah. every Schwann's employee yeah. could oh, start yeah. tweeting. I like right. that. Uh, Ewok ears. Schwann's thirty ninety nine. Let's stop there. Pick one of those. What do you like? Appropriately linked would be the easiest one for me to use in a sentence. Yes, yeah, let's, let's go do with that. that. Appropriately linked. Score. <laughs> I won't get fired this episode. Good, he loves it. All he loves right, it. so okay. this episode of Schwann's Memory Lane brought to you by the hashtag appropriately linked. So if you want to share this appropriately weird, linked, appropriately linked episode. Really long. Where we were all sober and... And very just, just we just want you to know that we cut out forty five minutes of us talking <laughs> politics or <Well>, longer, <laughs> and nothing else, nothing else, was nothing discussed. about Schwanz. Yeah, <laughs> there was no conversation about Schwanz. Just, just the way Michael drank no beer during that forty five minutes. Yeah, never used nope. the big bottles from Dollar General. <laughs> okay. Plugs, um, you can find us at www.udownwithkpp.com. Michael, what's our Twitter ad- address? Or what? At the Kapow Podcast. There we go. Find us there, Facebook, uh, everywhere else. Rate us five stars and leave a review on iTunes. It helps us get the show out to more people to fund our upcoming trip to Star Wars <laughs> Galaxy's 2019. Edge. Boom! But two. We need a, we need a swear jar. Anytime Cliff oh. has to bleep the podcast, that's we, true. We should, yeah, quarter. should have to put a dollar. Oh man, we're staying rich. I'm gonna label it <laughs> Batu or Bust. <laughs> oh, that could have been the hashtag. That's the hashtag. This, I will be broke fast. It's gonna be awesome. Michael, sign us out. As always, I'm the illustrious Michael K. Easton. I apologize for all of this, listeners. My name is Jordan Lowe. I shall edit as best I can. I'm. Cliff Barnes. Uh, and as he's piping in the music now, I say goodbye forever. Yeah. Did you click it when you said record? I clicked it all four it seconds earlier. Cliff will figure it out. <coughs> yeah, sure. No problem. You're supposed to cut out the five four three. No, two. I like that. I, I like, like that too. I like that. I like I like the every time Jesse is mentioned. <laughs> just a <laughs> You almost don't even need it. You just need the baseline there. I bet he appreciates that. Yep. I do. <laughs> Alright. I wish well, I'd have themes on but that's pretty awesome. Yeah. <laughs> every time his name is mentioned. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, I like the five four. Three. Oh yeah, I like All it. Right. It gives it something. It, it goes really well with the music mm-hmm. there to the game. It blends yeah. it in. Yeah, you're wrong on that. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's going to be self conscious. He's going to be very showy about the five four three two. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he already said it, so. Well, I feel we'll like use that one. <laughs> the beginning and the end match now. Yeah. Yeah. By that same music, how oh, yeah. it faded in and then faded yeah. out. It's so. good stuff. I, I I was waiting until we started. I was going to give you some props. Oh. But, yeah. oh. Well. I guess in the normal fashion now. Five, four, three, two, one. Kapow! The Pop Culture Podcast is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Sounds, music, and clips played during the podcast are property of copyright holders. All original content is property of www.udownwithkpp.com.